0: I'm Stephanie Harf, and you're listening to The World at Home, a weekly podcast for people who love to travel, love to eat, and are interested in recreating their favorite travel dining experiences at home. On this week's episode, we'll talk about how to host a wine and cheese party, one that's inspired by a trip that my husband and I took years ago to Napa Valley. So first off, let's talk about the trip that inspired um, this wine and cheese tasting. My husband and I took a trip to Napa Valley for our third wedding anniversary many years ago, and we had the most wonderful experience while we were there. We toured uh, several different wineries. We had a driver who kind of took us through the countryside. Um, to some really wonderful, beautiful places. Um, But my favorite was a place called Ragushi Vineyards. Um, And what I loved about it was that it wasn't just a vineyard. They weren't just growing grapes for wine. They were also growing all kinds of other fruits and vegetables and beautiful florals. So they had citrus trees, they were growing artichokes, and you could buy all of these things along with bottles of wine. It was just a really beautiful setting And to me it was so much more than just a vineyard. I also loved that they grew olive trees on the property and they manufactured their own olive oil which to this day is still my favorite. It's this wonderful vibrant peppery olive oil and every time we order wine from ragushi we have some of that olive oil shipped home so that we can use it for cooking. It was just a really wonderful experience. The whole day was just so charming. And one of the highlights of that particular visit was that we did a wine and cheese tasting. So it wasn't just trying the wonderful wine, they also paired the wine with some delicious cheese and crackers and other accompaniments. And it really inspired me. Since then, I have tried to recreate that experience for friends and family on several occasions. And I've learned lots of tips and tricks For how to pull everything together so i want to share some of that with you today so as i mentioned at the top of the episode we have a special guest with us today jennifer daily gatz is the founder of daily style a company that provides visual styling services she works with a lot of local brands like buddy brew coffee hayden reed boutique and clayton gray home where she provides visual styling and event management services She also works with private clients to help them stage their homes and curate their wardrobes. She also happens to be my best friend. Welcome, Jen. Hi. Hi. We're so glad to have you here with us today. I'm so excited. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for asking me. You're welcome. So Jen and I have been best friends for uh, 25 years, I guess. Plus. (laughs) And we share a real love of event management and styling and decorating and so we love to talk about all this stuff so I'm so happy that she's here with us today. Um, Jen, you work with a lot of local brands to help them style their boutiques and sometimes you help them coordinate events for their clients. Have you ever planned a wine and cheese tasting?
1: I have helped um, some of our um, clients do some kind of special events for their customers. Um, It's always nice to offer a little bit of um, a treat to your customer if you're doing something special. Um, On a smaller scale usually because um, when people come into your boutique they're more focused on shopping. But yes, um, wine and cheese is always something that people get very excited about. It tastes great, it's visually appealing to the eye. There's lots of colors and textures and things that you can pair, um, you know, the possibilities are kind of endless. So, um, I will say it usually is a hit, you know, with people that come in and, um, get that little surprise treat.
0: I bet. I mean, who doesn't love cheese? I can't imagine walking in some place <laughs> and seeing all this amazing free cheese and not getting really excited yeah, about free it. Free cheese, free cheese. <laughs> who doesn't yes. love that? Um, that sounds awesome. So, what are some of your favorite ingredients to include? Like, do you have um, certain wines that you like, or do you have, like, a favorite cheese? Uh, what, do you, what do you usually look for?
1: Um, usually, um, in an, a shop setting, it's a little different. You want something that's really easy to kind of pick up mm-hmm. and, and go. So you don't want a lot of, like, soft cheeses that you have to spread onto things. So usually things that are cut up and, and cubed and, you know, something that's easy to kind of... Use with the toothpick, and people don't feel like you know they're going to get things all over their hands and you know kind of user friendly um, bubbles for wine is always nice it's always mm-hmm. like a good kind of like energizing celebratory thing and um, I love um, rose with bubbles it's always beautifully presented in a glass, and people get really excited about drinking that um, and during the day, sometimes you want to be a little bit more conscious about um not doing things that are too heavy. Um, So red wines and, you know, really heavy cheeses are usually, we kind of avoid that in a shop setting. But at home, you can kind of modify it based on the time of day or, you know, the people that are coming. Right,
0: right. I imagine if you were having um, a larger crowd, it might be a little bit different as well. Maybe you'd have um, more options as opposed to a little quick bite um, from somebody who's just maybe walking by the table. So yes. I imagine that would be that would be a little bit different. So is there a particular brand of cheese that you love or a type of cheese that you love?
1: I don't discriminate on cheese.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have to say
1: there is not a cheese I don't love. Um, but I do love any kind of goat cheese is always delicious Mm -hmm. with, and you can make it savory, you can make it sweet, you can pair it with fruit, you can pair it with meats or drizzle it with honey or balsamic vinegar. It's like kind of like the most versatile cheese in in my opinion. I just love the texture and, and the taste. Um, I also like really sharp cheddar cheeses and they always pair really well with almost any kind of wine. And fruit. Um, so those are my two favorites.
0: I love goat cheese as well. My husband is not a fan. I think we've talked about <laughs> this before. <laughs> he doesn't love it, but I, I I love it and I love it for all the same reasons you do. I love drizzling it with honey um, and putting it on like a little uh, round piece of bread and toasting the bread and just, oh, uh, just, yeah. it's so great. Um, and then I've seen people do things where they'll take, like, they'll top it with some chutney or even some bacon bits and some green onion and it's really good that way. Yeah. So, you know what I love, um, Cypress Grove is a cheesemonger and they do one called Purple Haze and it's kind of a goat cheese and it has like Herbes de Provence mm-hmm. mixed into it. that That one is really, really good. And then um, Isle de France makes these little mini bris, and they're so cute. They're Mm -hmm. they're like three bites, but they look so cute when you arrange them on a tray. So I really like those. Um, What kind of accompaniments do you like to include with your cheese?
1: I tend to be more of a purist with cheese. (laughs) I like cheese and wine um, kind of paired together, but I do love... um, Brie with preserves is always really good. It can kind of be any time of the day. I love strawberry preserves and raspberry um, on some toasted bread. It's delicious. Um, I also love like a kind of like a gorgonzola with a little pesto. It's kind of like a more savory kind of um, taste with cracker it's just like the perfect little bite that sounds awesome when you want something a little bit salty a little Mm -hmm. garlicky um something that's a little bit more bold in
0: taste that sounds awesome um you know what else i like are marcona almonds when you toss them with some fresh rosemary and sea salt Mm -hmm. they're so good um they're, they're just they're not the flavor's not too intense so it doesn't really compete with the cheese but it just adds a different texture and a little bit of an herbaceous flavor, which I really like. Um, And then I love um, Fresh Market does these fig and olive crisps. Mm -hmm. And so they, when you want to have something that contrasts with the cheese a little bit, they add just like a nice flavor. Um, You can also do that with like fig jam or honey. Um, Savannah Bee Company does a honey um, for cheese that's really good that you can drizzle, like we were talking Mm -hmm. about earlier. That one's really good. If you're going to pull all this together, though, like what is your advice for kind of styling the display? Like what kinds of, um, you know, serving pieces do you use? How do you pull it all together? That's my favorite part.
1: (laughs) Um, I think, you know, a lot of people going into something like this will feel a little intimidated because there are a lot of moving parts. Mm -hmm. There's all the, the food and the pairings and the platters and, you know, everything you kind of need to make it. Pinterest-worthy,
0: right. you because know, we're,
1: we're always on Pinterest looking at the pictures. Um, it, it is easier than it seems, and, you know, I'm always a proponent of people working with what they have. Right. I think sometimes, you know, people think they have to run out to home goods and buy all new platters and all new right. pedestals and to make it perfect, was, which isn't always the case. It usually is not the case. Um, I like... Um, sort of using pieces that are like a blank canvas because Mm -hmm. the food with wine and cheese is so beautiful as it is. You don't really need a lot of fancy china or, you know, things that have a lot of prints. Um, You know, what I'll do is I'll kind of, you know, look at the menu and and sort of see the shapes and sizes of the things, you know, that we're using Mm -hmm. and, you know, what is sort of the best plan do we want round plates Do we want square plates do we want I usually like to stick with one shape because okay. once you start doing squares and rectangles and rounds and you know it kind of right. you know gets the eye a little bit these are very small details but things that I think about um so you know like at home I have plain white it's mm-hmm. just what I use every day right so I'll pull some of those out in different sizes and sort of you know start thinking about what um, we're using for the party right you know do we you know what we want to pair together on different plates you can also do like a really long platter right and you can do multiple things on a platter okay. so I think it's just what you have right you know really start with what you have and look at what you have before you're kind of you know, branching out into what you think you might need. Um, things that create height are always nice. You right. don't want just one big flat, you right. know, surface of food. Right. Um, things that have pedestals, mm-hmm. it's really easy to make height if you don't have something like that. Right. You can take a serving bowl and flip it over and put a plate on top of that Right. to kind of create that height. Um, flowers are always really nice. They add kind of that living layer. Right. Um, sometimes I'll go outside and like take some clippings off my ferns because they're just so pretty and natural and you don't have to run out and buy all these expensive flowers. You know, you can kind of work with, you have a garden or if you have some plants that you like, um, putting them in little bed vases, putting them in tall, um, tall containers kind of gives you that, um, kind of layered feeling, um, that brings life to the, to the table.
0: I love that. I, I love adding herbs to like, um, some sprigs of rosemary or thyme, just kind of laying them on the platter amongst the cheese and the crackers and the other things. I think that looks so pretty to mm-hmm. add that greenery. I feel like Sometimes I'll look at something and think, "What is it about that display that looks so much better than what I've got going on here?" And often it is adding some greenery or maybe some pretty linens underneath the underneath the display or something. It just adds yes. that layer of softness, I think, yeah, um, because I know for me, I serve um, on a big marble island in my kitchen and so it it can look kind of hard and cold and so using like wooden boards and and fabrics and things like that just adds some softness to it and some warmth that I think is really nice yeah Jen it was so fun having you here today thanks so much for coming over to my house to talk about wine and cheese one of our favorite things Um, do you have any last minute guidance for us before we go yeah, I think just, um, you know, the visual
1: element is obviously so important to me because I love it so much and it, it's kind of my life's work, um, but really keeping it about the people and about the experience and, you know, the visual element of setting up a wine and cheese should be fun and not stressful and really just complement your home and your friends and your family and enhance the experience try not to get too caught up if it's you know perfect and visually pleasing have fun with it add things in that you love really make it a positive experience and a way for you to share your stories with your friends and your family
0: I think that's great advice Well, thanks again for being here with us today, Um, and hopefully we can get some wine and cheese now. I think that sounds great. (laughs) that sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's all for today. Tune in next time where I'll be talking about an English afternoon tea, one that's inspired by a trip that I took to London. We'll learn about some of my favorite teas and how to brew the perfect cup. Tune in next time. Thanks.